Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Holy Half Hour. It's me, Kieran. I'm here with Michael. How are you doing, Michael? I'm very good, thanks, Kieran. This is the end. My only friend, the end. Mm, but don't worry, listeners. It's not. We're not finishing the podcast. It, but it's the end of season one. Way. You are listening to this. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it is the twenty fourth of August, and this is our season one finale. So we thought we'd do something a little bit different today. We thought we'd do an edition of where we just do random crazy games. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's an all games bonanza, all quiz, all games bonanza, and I couldn't be more excited. Are you excited, Kieran? Because I've got some doozies very, for you. Very, Michael. Very excited. Excellent. Well, thank you for being with us, everyone. And like Kieran said, uh, I'm sure you're all listening to this on the day it's released because you're just chomping at the bit for more Holy Half Hour. <laughs> uh, so like we said, it's the 24th today um, and we are going to take two weeks off. So there will be no podcast on the 31st or on the 7th. And then we'll be launching season two, Holy Half Hour 2.0, on the 14th of September. And we can't wait for you to hear what we've got planned for you, can we, Kieran? Yeah, it's going to be good. We are going to shake things up a bit. We've got a few different format ideas to try. I uh, don't want to give too much away just now, but uh, we do want to say it's going to be new. It's going to be different. And uh, we would love for you to, to join us there in a few weeks. And thank you as well, everybody, for listening thus far. If you followed us from the beginning or if you're just a recent convert to the Holy Half Hour podcast, uh, we appreciate all of you listening. So thank you so much yeah, for joining absolutely. us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. And uh, don't worry, though, there will still be a fantastic mix of irreverent games, a little bit of nonsense, and also some good old chatting about the Bible. So... There will be uh, changes, but ultimately, it's going to be familiar to you. All right. Bumper Games Edition. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay, Kieran, I've got a redo game for us today. When you were away and uh, I did a podcast with my wife, I challenged her to tell me if she thought that these board games were real board games or fake made-up-by-me board games, basically Bible board games. And uh, I've got some more. So you just have to tell me if you think that these Bible board games are real board games or made up by my mind. <laughs> How does that sound? Sounds good. I very much enjoyed uh, the, the episode you did with your lovely wife. So I remember this game uh, right. and I'm up for it. All right. Well, we'll see. This will be the real telling to see who's the, who's the, uh, the greatest gamer amongst you and my wife. So uh, oh, there's a lot <laughs> at stake here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so here we go. Number one, Bible Taboo. Bible Taboo captures just as much fun as original while teaching competitors to appreciate characters and places from the Bible. This is a great idea for a Bible study game night or church activity. Bible hmm. Taboo, Kieran. What do you think? So so Taboo is the game where you have to describe a word, but there are certain words you're not allowed to say. Exactly. So it's a bit like Articulate, but with some extra <laughs> restrictions. Yeah, and the best part of Taboo is that you get a little squeaker that you have to squeak if the person <laughs> says a word that they're not allowed to say. <laughs> the only thing that people are actually interested in in that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bible Taboo, yeah, yeah. I'm utterly convinced that that exists. Yeah. All right, well... Mm -hmm. Drum roll! you are in fact correct. Bible TV hey. is a real game. Ooh, off to a strong start. <laughs> All right, number two. Bible Pictionary. If you like Pictionary, then you will love Bible Pictionary. The clues range from biblical objects and religious verbs to Bible characters and events. Not to mention players can earn extra points for encouraging each other and using kind words. 
<laughs> can they? <laughs> can they really? That's the bit that makes it slightly unbelievable to me. Is that there are extra points for uh, kind words? Oh, really? <laughs> just just doesn't sound very Christian, frankly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, mm, yeah, that description. I don't know. I feel like it, it goes a bit too far. Oh. And so I I think maybe. This is your work, Michael, <laughs> and that you've slipped a little bit. I've over, I've over Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, in fact, Bible Pictionary is a real game. Oh, or, well. But here, this is a twist, actually, <laughs> because <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. I couldn't find Bible Pictionary, so I decided it was fake, and then I wrote that description. Which, yeah. so uh, to be fair. <laughs> You still get a point here because that description was made up by me. But then I found that in 1987, mm. there was an edition of Bible Pictionary made. And when I looked into it, my description still right. fit perfectly. Um, right. Except for there probably isn't extra points for being nice <laughs> to each other. So I'm going to give you a point for that. Even though it was a real game, my description was made up. So <laughs> I know you so well. Absolutely. All right. Mm. Gospel risk. Instead of competing to conquer the globe one territory at a time, <laughs> players of gospel risk race to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to as many countries as possible before the end of the game. Will you be the greatest evangelist? <laughs> <laughs> well, while it would be hilarious fun if that were real, <laughs> and also probably quite problematic, uh, I'm gonna say that it's that it's made up. Why? Why you do you, th that up, you don't think you don't think that's a real game you can play? <laughs> This is something about, you know, competing to be the best evangelist that seems somehow uh, counter to the whole kind of uh, ethos of sharing the gospel and stuff. Yeah, fair. Also, fair. Fra framing it as, like, <laughs> world conquest maybe has some uh, problematic, you know, uh, implications in, in this uh, in current year. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, this is it, an older game, though, obviously. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, it may well exist. And uh, if it does, I'll be, I will laugh, but I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say that it's not real. All right. All right. Mr. Smarty Pants. You're right. It's not real. <laughs> I see how it is going to be. <laughs> all right. I'm not, I don't usually do this well at one of your games. So usually I'm like uh, totally stumped. Clearly I'm slipping all the, all the way through. Must be going easy on you. All right. <laughs> The game of after life, after in parentheses. In this spiritual twist on the classic board game, you no longer have to worry about life milestones like picking a college, getting married, and planning your for retirement. Instead, you'll be building churches, giving to charities, and gathering treasure in heaven. The game of the game after of, life. The game of after life. Well, my first reaction is that can't be a thing. <laughs> but on the other hand, mm -hmm. America. So, <laughs> sorry, American. Hello to all our American dear, listeners. Dear American listeners and lovely American friends and your lovely American wife. Yes. Uh, who, uh, former fan of the show. <laughs> no, well, hopefully, hopefully she's not too offended. But I feel like this is a thing that... Well, the game of life is a oh, oh. very American game, isn't it? We don't really yeah, have it here yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I, I feel like the the game of Afterlife has a very has a especially sort of um, American evangelical sort of vibe. Mm, mm. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. Uh, which is not this is not wrong necessarily. I'm not knocking those people. Uh, it just sounds like it would belong very much to that kind of culture. Uh huh. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's real. All right. Well, I finally got you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, vindicated in your mm. face. Victory is mine, even though you've already <laughs> technically won. Yeah, I made that one up. Um, but I, I do feel like it's believable. To, although, to be fair, part of me felt like gospel risk was believable too. Uh, so who, who am I to judge? All right. 
We've had two real and two fake. Here is the fifth and final one. It's a computer game. Mm. Scripture like chess. Scripture chess. Have a blast playing Scripture chess. A next-generation, super-photorealistic 3D chess game that features eight unique chessboards, distinctively sculptured pieces, sets, and here, Bible scripture read aloud when pieces are captured. <laughs> so it's basically just a game of chess where you play it, and if you capture a piece, it reads a uh, scripture. Yeah, yeah. The The whole thing about chess pieces being subbed with characters from the bible i totally i'm totally on board with that mm, mm. uh the whole thing about the scripture verses although a lot of a lot of christian games have that sort of educational bent don't they so mm. that could be could be a real thing yeah. uh and it is called scripture chess which would be a suitably unimaginative <laughs> title it make which makes me think it's real so I'm going to say it's real. All right. Well, it is in fact real. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't have pieces that are that are sculpted like Bible characters. It's literally oh, just. Did I imagine that? <laughs> well, it does have different types of boards, different types of sets, but they're all. It's basically just a 3D chess game, and then. Mm random scriptures come up when you take a piece. <laughs> They're not even particularly related <laughs> to anything. I think it's like a really? random scripture generator. It's uh, right. it's very strange. Um, but I guess if you like chess and you like the scripture, then, you know, how can you go wrong? <laughs> well, Kieran, I mean, you're off to a strong start. Four out of five. Um, I'm, well. glad I, I'm glad I tricked you at least once, but uh, well done, well done. I think with the... Um with the uh, it's uh, if the scriptures are totally unrelated uh, that would be could be quite amusing just like <laughs> night to rook four or whatever people say and then yeah. rejoice in the lord always comes up or something yeah. just unrelated to even playing a strategy game yeah necessarily. I, think, I think that's more or less how it goes i'll send you the link and mm. you can you can give it a go <laughs> Okay, Michael, I have a game for you that involves chocolates, but not real chocolates, unfortunately. Although, as a as a vegan man yourself, <laughs> yes, you wouldn't be too interested in the chocolates that we're discussing today. No, probably not. But you probably do remember celebrations. I do the remember celebrations. Confectionery yes. collection from Mars, where they put together all of their not the planet Mars. I was going to say, the, I didn't know they came from so company far. Mars. <laughs> I mean, the price of shipping them from Mars alone would make them probably not yeah, worth uh, selling. No. Yeah, yeah. There's an old film called "It Came from Mars," and it's all about chocolate bars. Anyway, not a good joke. I'll <laughs> the move on. Chances <laughs> of anything coming from Mars are a million to one. They said. <laughs> I don't, know if you're, don't know if you remember the War of the Worlds uh, album, Kieran, but it was it's great. Yeah, well, I, I heard, I've heard about it. Yeah, mm, yeah. Jeff Wayne, good. Anyway, mm. what's this game mm. you're on? You're, you're on about? So, celebrations are a very popular <laughs> collection of chocolates that are available in the UK. I, I've read on Wikipedia that they are available in other parts of the world. Oh. So, listeners, you may have come across them if you're not UK based. Some of the names change mm. depending on the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a selection of different popular chocolates in in each box, <laughs> uh, and those are as follows. You, hopefully, you have the list in front of you, Michael. I do. So we're going to run them down. Uh, so first of all, we have the Maltesers teaser, which is just one Malteser taken out of the box, lovingly that, wrapped. That is not true. The Maltesers teaser is not one Malteser taken out of a box. It is, are they not? No. It is a chocolatey thing mm, with lots of little bits of Maltesery stuff in it, and they've been around oh, longer than I've been a vegan, and they are clearly the best ones in the whole thing. And anyone who disagrees right. is crazy. That's the the end of the game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, uh, you know, I'm actually not that partial to a Maltesers teaser, so maybe that's why I've forgotten. Well, maybe what even like maybe you sh- maybe uh, you, maybe that's because you think it's a single Malteser here. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're wrong. Yeah, maybe. So we should give it a try. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe I will now. Maybe I will. Okay. Uh, anyway. Next we have... These are in no particular order, by the way, folks. Next okay. we have Mars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chocolate that nobody loved. Well, somebody loves them somewhere, but I'm I'm not a fan, personally. Uh-huh. Um, then we have Bounty, which is the controversial one because it has coconut in it. It yeah. has dried coconut pieces in the center. Mm-hmm. So that one divides opinion a lot, followed by the Milky Way, mm-hmm. uh, which is... Uh, what is a Milky Way? How would you describe that? For Milky Way is basically like a white nougat without any nut pieces in it that's covered in chocolate. <laughs> Shall I do this bit? Snickers is nougat (laughs) with uh, caramel and peanuts uh, covered in chocolate. (laughs) I should have just asked you from from this from the top, shouldn't I? Uh, Yeah, Snickers, peanuts in it. Galaxy, just chocolate. Galaxy chocolate. It's a particularly milky, smooth chocolate. Mm. Or Dove, as it's apparently known internationally. Apparently, in other countries, it's known as Dove. Which is interesting. You don't want to eat a bar of Dove in the UK uh, (laughs) because it would be very soapy. Yeah, it's a soap bar here. uh, Yeah, but everywhere else, apparently, well, in in other in other places, apparently, it's it's a Galaxy bar. Mm. Galaxy caramel is next, of course, which needs no explanation, I'm sure. Yep. And finally, a Twix, which is like a biscuit finger with caramel, with chocolate. Classic, classic Twix. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Michael. A couple of years ago, a survey was done, I think by Mars themselves, to find mm-hmm. out what people's favorite uh, celebrations are. Uh-huh. And they released the results by age group. Oh, okay. wow, okay. So what I'd, li- what I'd like you to do is have a go at putting these in order mm-hmm. from most popular to least popular. Uh-huh. Okay. With which, and in which age group, though? With the 25 to 34-year-old demographic. Oh, okay, all right. So people roughly our age, our generation. What do <laughs> for, you think? For a couple more months, at least. For a little while longer. Um, what, what What do you think their preferences are for okay, uh, okay. celebrations? I just want to so see So you want me to go from least to most? Is that right? Or you want me to go from most popular uh, to least popular, or from least popular to wh- most popular? Wh- you don't really whichever, way, whichever way you would like to run it. Okay, I'm going to go from most popular to least popular. Uh, are you going to write a, Are you going to write my answers down, or do I have to write my answers down? I mean, how are we going to uh, measure this, Kieran? I just want to know. Do I get yeah, three points that's... for getting it correct and one point for getting it within one? I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's you know, Michael. Say. I was just about to say that. <laughs> let's let's have let's give you three points if you get them all. Uh, uh, one point if you're within a couple. I don't know. Something like that. I'll just guess a list and you can tell me the right yeah, answers. We'll, we'll, How about wor- we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out afterwards. Okay, well, I'm going to be I'm gonna be going on. Uh, I think that the Maltesers teaser is the most popular and that you are wrong. Um, number two most popular, I think, will be <laughs> Snickers. Uh-huh. Um, number three most popular, I think, will be... It's tough. I think it'll be either Galaxy Caramel or Twix. I'm going to go with... Galaxy Caramel, then Twix, mm-hmm. then Dove, just the normal chocolate. Dove. Then Mars, then Milky Way, then Bounty. I think Bounty will be last because, like you say, coconut splits people. Mm-hmm. So read read my list okay. back to me just to make sure I'm happy with it. So your list is, um, in at number one is the Maltesers teaser. Yeah. Followed by Snickers. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Caramel, Twix, Uh Galaxy, Uh Mars, Milky Way, and in last place, Poor Bounty. Yeah, I think that's right. Although I'm not confident about Twix and Galaxy Caramel. Those could be flipped in my head. I don't really mind, but I'm going to stick with what I've got. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, then I can reveal, Michael, that the answers are as follows. For the 25 to 34-year-old demographic... In at number one is, or should we go from the bottom and work up? I don't know. Is that mm. more exciting? Mm. Mm, don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. In, in at number one. <laughs> Listeners, we had a conversation earlier today where, where Michael was like, I want to release you from the pressure to make games for this show. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> because if, if it's not obvious already at this point in the sh- run of this show, 
uh, I'm not great with like structuring games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but we've got some extremely so in, fun things lined up for Kieran to do next season, don't you worry? Yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, in at number one, then, for 25 to 34-year-olds is the Maltesers teaser. Yes, come on. Well done. Smart, smart 25 to 34-year-olds, smart. Yeah. Uh, next, for the 25 to 34-year-olds, is the Galaxy. The oh, plain old Galaxy just, takes number incorrect. two. Incorrect. I know that makes makes no sense, does it, at all? Um, followed by Galaxy Caramel. Mm. And then Twix. Oh. So you've got the top, you've uh, yeah. got the top four, but not quite in the right order. So well, no, I well, put well Snickers in there, so yeah, uh, three out of the top oh, four. Oh, sorry, you did, yeah, you did, yeah. Correct. I'm surprised Snickers is so low. I mean, Snickers is a classic, mm. but I guess a lot of folk don't like nuts. Mm. Well, Snickers is at number five, so it's only just missed out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Snickers at number five, followed by at number six, Bounty. Oh wow! So it wasn't last. Uh, and then Milky Way, and then Mars. Oh, there you go. I'm surprised by that. Mm. I thought the bounty would be uh, more more uh, divisive than that. But I'm glad, mm. you know, Maltesers teaser, clearly the best, and everyone knows it. So, Well, thank you, Michael. Uh, you did well. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, you know, I just think that what's most important is that normal people like the Malteser one, and it's very strange. For you. I mean, it's okay to be able to eat the bounty, but it's just strange for it to be the, anyone's favorite chocolate, don't you think, Kieran? I mean, just bizarre if, you, if your favorite chocolate was the bounty. <laughs> hey, mm. look, yeah, I know sorry, it's just sorry. me. I know, oh. I know even in the, in the uh, 55 plus demographic, the bounty is at number two. Yeah. So it's not really, so it sounds like it's no one's favorite, but mine, <laughs> but <Yes>. I do, <laughs> I do like it for whatever reason I like a bounty. I don't, I, I think what offends me the most is not that you like the bounty, it's that you don't like the Malteser. I mean, that's, that's well, the shocking thing. Well, I don't, I don't dislike Maltesers. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not against them, mm, but, mm. Th- but there's a few other chocolates that I would rate above above the Malteser in that selection. Well, I don't mean, get me really wrong, a standard Malteser is lame and a bit rubbish. Um, <laughs> but like the Malteser's teaser within the celebrations thing is like significant yeah, yeah. improvement upon a normal Malteser, to mm, my recollection. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Of course, all of this is said in the shadow of the removal of the Galaxy Truffle in 2011, uh, oh. which was the best celebration I don't, even, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. The really? Galaxy truffle? May, What's this? May, yeah, yeah. There, there used to be truffles in celebrations. They were oh. amazing. They well, were the best. And then they cruelly took them away. <laughs> I, probably so that they could sell them separately. I don't know. Yeah. Or something like that. But uh, it I, probably I, has something I sus- to do with capitalism. <laughs> I suspect that they probably tested extremely poorly among people who ate them. And once again, you were the only person who actually liked them. <laughs> well, then why is the bounty still in there, Michael? <laughs> Riddle me that. Oh, because of the 55 to 65 or whatever the demographic <laughs> was. seemed like the bounty. Do you think that they must, they must like do that kind of market research and be like, we need a spread of chocolates that appeal to all ages. Mm. Do you think they do that? They must do. They must do. Um, yeah. And also like that, that'd be a fun job, wouldn't it? Just uh, mm. running those market research uh, things. <laughs> And M- Michael too. Okay, Kieran, my second game of this quiz bonanza episode is jam-packed full of joy and fun. Is Google versus Google. I know that you have uh, a search engine type game <laughs> potentially planned for us, but mine is slightly different from yours. Um, basically, you know when you Google something and it tells you how many results there are for that thing? Yes. Well, I Googled some things and then wrote down that number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And you simply have to guess whether there's more, uh, res- which one has more results for it, um, if that's cool. Mm. So, it's that real simple, sounds real like easy. And here's number one. Great. Bill Gates or John the Baptist? 
who so. has more hits on Google. <laughs> okay, who's been Googled more? Bill Gates. Well, it's not that who's been Googled more. <clears throat> I think the thing where you where it tells you how many results there are is like yeah. how many pages there are right, for that right. person on Google or not, not mm. you know, or how many mentions there are across the whole interwebs. So it's not mm. it's not how many times they've been Googled because I think the numbers would be yeah. larger. Yeah. It's uh, how many hits, how many results there are for that keyword. So I literally typed okay. in John the Baptist in in quotations and Bill Gates yeah, in quotations. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, I think that in terms of who appears in more re- web search results, mm. I feel like it might be John the Baptist. Yeah. Because, because of his prominence in the Bible, and <laughs> that, uh, that Bible being very important to lots of religions. Yes, true. Uh, so, and because he's been a player in human history for a lot longer than Bill Gates. Yes, very I, true. I think it's, I think it's uh, Johnny B. <laughs> Johnny B, as his friends call him. As, as he liked to be known. <laughs> Not Billy G, but Johnny B. Um, exactly. <laughs> well, Kieran, I like your thinking, and I think you're, that's very wise. But unfortunately, you are completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Billy G, Bill Gates has 415 yeah. million results. Johnny B, only with a paltry 156 million. Wow. So less than half as many um, as Bill Gates. Billy G is not my lover. That's a good song. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. Number two, are you ready? Yes. Bathsheba. And Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Can we just have a quick segue and say, have you watched The Mandalorian? Because if you haven't, you should. It's great. Uh, Should I watch it because of Baby Yoda? Is that the reason? It's it's, an all-round good show? It's all-round good, and I haven't watched (laughs) that many of the new Star Wars things because I was uh, so badly hurt by episode one. Um, Mm, But uh, it's it's all-round good. But even if it wasn't, Baby Yoda would be enough reason to watch it. <laughs> well, I'll try and check it out at some point. Yeah, I've already used my Disney Plus free trial to watch The Simpsons. But uh, You watched the whole of your Disney Plus month or week free and you didn't watch The Mandalorian. That's, I only watched The Simpsons. That's shocking. Kieran. Not not just on Disney Plus. I mean, in life in general, I only watch <laughs> The Simpsons. It's the, the only, only thing, thing I will look at on a screen apart from you. <laughs> Me and when we Simpsons. do Zoom calls. <laughs> That's a shame because actually in this quiz, I, I, I googled all of the Simpsons characters trying to find one that was comparable to one of the Bible characters, but there's just not that many hits for the Simpsons characters. So uh, oh, Okay, okay. Sadly. Mm. Anyway, mm. Bathsheba and Baby Yoda, who has more uh, hits on Google? Well, see, I'm, uh, after the first result, I feel cautious about... Cause <laughs> it's... As, as influential as the Bible is, is it going to compete with these p- figures from pop culture? Mm. But then does Bathsheba have some kind of contemporary res- resonance that I mm. don't know about beyond, you know, reading the Bible? Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go with Baby Yoda in this case. All right. Well, in this case, you are correct to go with Baby Yoda. <laughs> well done. Bathsheba has 4.27 million results. Baby Yoda, 66.1 million. So Ooh, far wow. more, far more. Although, <laughs> just, you know, for those keeping track at home, John the Baptist had more than Baby Yoda. So uh, if it was that yeah. round, you know. But yeah, 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 Baby Yoda takes round two. All right. Mm. Number three. Jesus Christ, specifically Jesus Christ, not Jesus. And Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh. Mm. <sighs> I hate to one. say it, but I feel like that might be a close one <laughs> in terms of their, uh, you know, references in popular culture and things. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jesus, but I mm-hmm. feel like there might not be much in it. 
Yeah. All we, I mean, you've got to, haven't you? You've got to go with Jesus. Mm. I mean, even if, even if you feel like uh, it's not Jesus, you've got to say Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jesus is presented as an option in a quiz, you've got to take it as a Christian. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, almost always the correct answer in Sunday school. And in this case, it's the correct answer as well. <laughs> so well Ooh, done. What a relief. Not That's as close good. as you thought it might be. 589 million Jesus Christ and 253 million for oh, okay. Cristiano Ronaldo. Right, so right. Still a Moving lot of hits double. for Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. But if you mm. search just Jesus on its own, guess how many results you get? Lots. <laughs> yes, you are correct. It is lots. You get 1 billion 70 yeah. million results. So, mm. Mm. Uh, wow. which is quite a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well done. You are two correct, one not right, and here's number four. Elon Musk okay. and Isaiah, or Isaiah, <laughs> depending on how you like to pronounce it. Well, as influential as Isaiah is, mm-hmm. uh, and I wish it were him, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to be Elon Musk, just because of his... He's, Elon Musk is sort of a meme now. No disrespect to the guy. I just mean he's sort of like entered yeah. the entered popular culture in a way that you know, just like I hear so many people talking about him. Yeah, that's most true. of those people aren't also talking about Isaiah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I I think I'm gonna go with Elon Musk on this one. All right. Well, this one is. But I'm, but I'm prepared to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> this one is the closest one we've had so far. There's uh, okay. less oh, less. There's about nine million in it. Um, and it is Elon Musk who has the most mm. hits, 94.5 million versus 85.1 million for Isaiah. Oh, not so much yeah, in it then. Elon Musk was the winner. Mm-hmm. All righty. You have done well. You are already the winner. Three right, one wrong. <laughs> and uh, round five is a bonus round. So can you put these three search results in order of most popular <laughs> to least popular love a bonus round is it your full name so first name and second name my full name first name and second name or methuselah <laughs> so most popular to least popular methuselah your full name my full name what's it gonna be Great excuse to Google your own name as well, which is, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've heard a fun thing to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, uh, do you know, Michael, as famous as you and I are, mm-hmm. I feel like Methuselah's just got a bigger following than us, probably. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's done more brand work. <laughs> and he's had a lot more time than us as well. He has. He's been at it a lot longer and was alive yeah. for much longer than we have been, so... Uh... <laughs> Um, okay, so you're putting Methuselah number one. What about between I, the I, two of us? Okay. Uh, Who ooh. comes next? Are you going to be humble ooh. and say it's me next? <laughs> or are you going to claim the limelight for yourself? I uh, see you what next? you've done. <laughs> uh, well, you see, you work for a church in a in a big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do lots of other things too. You're connected to <laughs> several several major organizations. What can uh, I say? I'm just a, so well in, connected. <laughs> <laughs> in a way that I'm not. And uh-huh. so uh, I feel like it's probably you. Okay, so you're going Methuselah, me, and then you. <laughs> yep. All right. If wow. I had to rank those three people, that's the way I would do it. <laughs> no. All right. Well, drum roll, please. Here we go. Drum roll. Okay. Here In we go. In first place it is me. I'm the number one hit. Ooh. I beat Methuselah. In Methuselah's face. <laughs> Then it's Methuselah, and then last place, as we all expected, Kieran. So how, uh, what are the numbers here? So there is, I come up 2.5 million times, Methuselah's 2.18 million times, and you are 129,000 times. Wow. However, 
some some people at home maybe maybe shouting uh you know nonsense nope. this is <laughs> this is a lie this cannot be right. true surely they must be shouting uh there's been some kind of fix and of course it is because i have an actor who is a famous actor who is a namesake of mine oh really uh, do you? yes i do ah. um and they are uh, in movies and tv shows in america so that's why I beat Methuselah with my name. Nothing to do with me. Um, uh, however, okay. interestingly, when you Google your full name, Kieran, you are mm-hmm. the first hit on Google. So really, ah, you're nice. the winner here. Because well, when you Google you, you actually come up. Whereas when you Google me, <laughs> it's pages upon pages of some famous right, guy right. who isn't me. So yeah. Okay. So I'm actually searchable. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's interesting. I think I, have a, I do have a combination of a weirdly spelled first name mm-hmm. and a quite unusual surname. Yes, so that's true. Maybe, that, maybe that's why. So you didn't get the bonus round, but you did overall win the game and you won the Google. <laughs> <laughs> I win Google. You win Google. Google is now yours. Well, Michael, continuing our Google theme... Mm. I have a Google-based game for you. This game is as follows. I have searched some Bible-related terms on Mm -hmm. Google, and then I have allowed autocomplete to suggest things to fill in the blanks. Oh. uh, Based on, which I I believe works based on what other people have been searching for. So what we're sort of looking for here is for you to fill in the blank. What are other people searching for on Google? Nice, that sounds like fun. Um, so there is a like a parlor game version of this you can buy, but this is basically, this is just what it is. It's like complete the fill in yeah. the blank. One of our friends so, uh, has this game and I played it at Christmas time with my wife, mm, my friend Nikki and, the, and myself. And I was right. rubbish at this, not going to lie. <laughs> so it doesn't bode well for your game, but I'm, I've had at least one time of practice. So we'll see. Okay, okay. All right, so first one. Complete complete this question, Michael. Mm-hmm. Where in the Bible blank? <laughs> what, what are the things that come up on Google oh when you goodness. type in where in the Bible and there are seven suggestions that come up? Okay, so is it like Family uh, Fortunes where if I get one correct, I get it correct? I think it should be like that. Or family feud. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you, you you can have up to seven guesses. <laughs> we'll just see how many you can get. <laughs> okay, where in the Bible? Blank. Oh my goodness! It could be literally anything at all. Um, and, and more speci- extra kudos for getting the ones nearer the top. And it's because specifically, I presume they are the ones that are more searched. Yeah, specifically where in the Bible? Yeah. So I typed in where in the Bible. Okay. And then autocomplete has suggested seven things to complete that question. Um, okay. Where in the Bible? Six, six sorry, because one's a duplicate. Really, there are six. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to guess that people are trying to find famous things in the Bible. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with where in the Bible are the Ten Commandments? It's going to be one of my guesses. Um, that is... That is number two. Ooh. So well done. Ooh, You're nearly, on. nearly at the top there. That's number two. Whew. Okay, okay, okay. I'm feeling good. Um, I'll, how about I guess three times? Because I don't. I think that the listeners might uh, delete the podcast sure. if I take seven guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. Unless this is the only question, in which case I can do seven. Um, how about where in the Bible? Where in the Bible? Where in the Bible is the Lord's Prayer? Is number three. Oh, okay. Very good. Whew. Very good. But what's number well one? Done. What's number one? I mean, everyone knows where creation and the fall is. That's the start. Mm. Um, mm. I don't think it'll be if you get If you get this. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, if you, if you get the top three, Michael, that'll be absolutely incredible. Incredible. Um, 
Um, it's got to be. I mean, like we said earlier, the answer is always Jesus. So <laughs> it's something to do with Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where in the Bible does it say Jesus is God's son? That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Uh, is not that. <sighs> oh. I'm going to give. I'm going to give you one more and say it's not. Doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. Okay. All right. Fair. Okay. In which case, hmm, is it, uh, picking up on our Methuselah theme, is it, where in the Bible does it say that Methuselah lived to be like, I don't know, 572 or however old he was when he died? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, I guess, a good, it's a worthy guess. It's a worthy guess. All right, tell me, you've got to put me uh, in my misery. I, I just, I just okay. don't know. Where in the Bible does it talk about... Can I say this on the podcast? Naughty stuff. Oh. What can we say? What can we use as a euphemism that's family friendly? Um, where in the Bible what? does it talk about the birds and the bees? Where in the Bible does it talk about uh, Song of Songs, fun times? Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is number one, which is ah, okay. surprising. And also completely unsurprising, all in one go. Yeah, I should have thought about that, yeah. But I'm, well, I'm happy with, with two and I, three, I'll, I'll Yeah, that. man. I think you did extremely well there. Well done. You want to give us a rundown of the others? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, you, yeah, that was the top three. Then we've got, where in the Bible does it say not to swear? Uh, where does yeah. it say an eye for an eye? And mm -hmm. where does it talk about heaven? Which is uh, a nice one. Okay. That's a sweet yeah, good one. Ones. Good Bless. ones. Bless. Bless, nice. Google. Nice. This is fun. Challenging, but fun. Okay, good, man. Good. Well, here's the next one. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready. I typed into Google, why did Jesus... <laughs> okay. And what, and what came up, Michael? What came up? All right. Why did Jesus die on a cross or have to die on a cross or have to be crucified or something to do with him dying? Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, why did Jesus die is number one. So yeah, you, you've got that. You've got that. So, uh, yeah, and it, it comes up top of the list. It's also uh, features again further down the list. So, yeah, good, <laughs> nice. good that people who are inquiring about Jesus are asking about the reason why he died. That's very encouraging. Yeah, that's good. That's a good sign. Um, why did Jesus rise again? <laughs> it's not there it's not oh, there come on yeah so people uh, obviously haven't finished reading yet <laughs> uh, maybe it's maybe it's included in the why he died in the yeah. cross parts <laughs> maybe normally. maybe yeah okay all right why did jesus why did jesus oh here's a good one because mm. out of character for jesus not out of character but like when he was angry and he turned over the mm. tables of the moneylenders and made a cord out of uh you know yeah and so why did jesus um, how would it be phrased? Why did Jesus empty the temple of the mm. merchants? I don't know. Whatever. That's a good, it's a good question, but it's not there. It's ah, not there. Sad. I will. I will say that you got number one. Uh, mm -hmm. Numbers three, four, and five are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> as number one, or something else? Not as number one. Uh, they're they are oh, okay. a separate thing. But three, four, and five are the same question okay. phrased slightly differently why did jesus oh is it something about um communion something about the last supper why did jesus tell us to drink his blood <laughs> uh, it's not that it's not that that would be uh yeah oh, you'd, you'd think that the internet would be wondering about that but that's not on this list i'm doing a bad job well i mean i've well, had you got you got number now, one so you straight might... away so <laughs> You might need to tell me. Uh, you might need to, to to give me the answers. I think I've had. I think I've had all my guesses. Okay. Okay. Well, number two is quite an obscure one in a way. It's why did mm. Jesus curse the fig tree, which is oh, interesting wow. that 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 comes yeah. so highly. I don't know why that's yeah. so high up. Everyone demands uh, to know. <laughs> the people <laughs> the demand to know. Why did Jesus <laughs> curse the fig tree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, you know, you know, Pastor Kieran. You know, I've been coming to to this group for for many weeks, and you know, I feel almost ready to give my life to to Christ. And and I, I want to say I'm sorry for all the 
for the bad things I've done, and I really want to commit my life to Him, but mm. I just don't understand why Jesus cursed the fig tree. <laughs> I mean, I just can't. I'm just not willing to take this step of faith until I understand about the mm. fig tree. Mm. It's the question on everyone's mind. Christopher Hitchens was asked if you if you die and it turn and it turns out you're wrong and you're standing before the Lord, what will you say to him? And he said, "Why did Jesus curse the fig tree?" No, he didn't really say that. He said something else Absolutely. in response to that question. But um, uh, okay, so number three, four, and five are all mm. about parables. Why did Jesus oh, use okay. parables? Why did he speak in parables? Why did he teach parables? Uh, and we've got that die for us. That would have been a, a smart thing to to guess. Mm. That would have been well. That would have been the kind of thing I should have thought of. But <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got why did Jesus die for us again at number six? Uh-huh. And then uh, seven and eight are perform miracles and walk on water. Uh, all of these so. things could have been guesses I could have made, but nope. <laughs> Well, you know, you I know, think my biggest problem is I just couldn't get past the fig tree. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all struggling with the fig tree, Michael. Apparently, none of us can get Absolutely. past that. No, nope. um, but you did guess the top of the list pretty much straight away. So well done. Okay, we will finish with this. I typed this into Google. Why did the disciples? Why did the disciples? <clears throat> All right. Why did the disciples follow Jesus? Number one. Excellent. Yes, Good work. Come on. Well done. Well done. I'm, yeah, I'm like a well-oiled machine now. All these other questions mm. have just mm. got me, got my brain working in the right position. Good stuff. Um, this list is interesting because I think it reveals a few misconceptions that are in the popular <laughs> consciousness about the disciples. Yeah. Fair, fair. Some of them, Why again, did... are, are rather charming in their in naivety. Case, in which case, maybe I'll guess, even though I know it's not true, why did the disciples deny Jesus? Uh, yeah, that's that's not there. That's not there. Yeah. Well, they didn't all do it, so it makes sense. Mm. Mm. Um, okay. Why did the disciples... Ooh, how about why did the disciples fall asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane? <gasps> Why did the disciples fall asleep is number seven out of eight. Okay. So well done. That is on the list. Why did the disciples fall asleep? Okay, I'll take that. Mm -hmm. Um, Why did the disciples... Why did the disciples wait in the upper room for the Holy (laughs) Spirit? Well, number four is why... Why did the disciples speak in tongues at Pentecost? Uh, It's not that. It's uh, why why did the disciples need the Holy Spirit? Mm, Which is a good question. Okay. Yeah. It's a good on you, Google, for asking that. Yes, yeah, people question. of people of Google, people of Google. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm I'm struggling with this one, so I'm going to take one more mm. guess, mm-hmm. um, and that guess will be. <laughs> um, so you got follow Jesus, which was number one. Mm-hmm. Good work on that. We've done Need the Holy Spirit, which was number four. Uh, you also got Why Did the Disciples Fall Asleep at number seven. Um, why Did the Disciples Die? Question mark. That's my last guess. I don't know. Yeah, not there, unfortunately. Mm. No, I'm good. I got number one. I'm happy with that, and I'm ready to hear the answers. <laughs> okay, you did get number one. Why Did the Disciples Follow Jesus? In at number two, perhaps my favorite thing that people have googled that's come up in this quiz the utterly charming why did the disciples have english names (laughs) (laughs) that's great and the answer of course is that their names have been anglicized in english versions of the bible right very true yes (laughs) so there you go google bless you bless you Number three, why did the, the disciples carry swords? So there is a bit of a misconception mm. there. Although, yeah. I don't know. Was, we know mm. that one had a sword at one point. Yep. Uh, number four, why did the disciples need the Holy Spirit? We did that one. Number five, why did the disciples catch 153 fish? It's a very specific question, and I'm not aware that they did. 
But, yeah, uh, one of the Gospels, I think I'm pretty sure that it's um, when the disciples go back to fishing where, before Jesus, mm. um, like before the ascension of Christ. Yeah. Um, in one of the Gospels, I think it numbers the number of fish that they oh, catch. Oh, does it? Oh, I didn't yeah, remember it's that. it's just That's before they have breakfast with Jesus on the beach. Right, right. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Citation needed, but I'm pretty sure. Right. I, I, I presume that's on this list because some people have gone Da Vinci Code on that and tried mm. to figure out some secret. Well, I, I, perhaps it has some significance. Numbers do have significance in the Bible, of course. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh, next, we've got, why did the disciples baptized in the name of Jesus? So it doesn't completely make sense, <laughs> but why, why were the disciples baptized in the name of Jesus? Uh, or are they saying why you. did ba- why did the disciples baptize other people in the name of Jesus? Oh yeah, well that's that might be it actually. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe more. This is more why grammar place, matters, people. Come on. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> why did the disciples fall asleep, and why did the disciples decide to leave Jerusalem? Jerusalem. 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 Well, there you go. That's uh, <laughs> that's a list of things, and yeah. no one can deny it. Michael and Kieran, Michael and Kieran, Michael and Kieran. Well, folks, that's about all we've got time for. We want to thank you so much for listening along with us, to us, <laughs> this season. It's been great to have you with us, and uh, we're really just uh, really blown away by, by your support in listening to this show. So thank you so much. When are we back, Michael, with season two? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And season two will start back on the 14th of September. That's a Monday. Uh, Expect season two episodes every Monday following that. And yeah, we're really excited to share what we have planned for you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be wicked. The good wicked. And, uh, <laughs> my God. Is there a good wicked? <laughs> I don't know. Did it, the question for today's yeah. episode is, is there a good wicked? <laughs> So thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thank you, Michael, as ever, for co-piloting this bizarre craft with me. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I look forward to season two. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, in the meantime, you can always get in touch with us. Maybe you want to tell us what your favorite celebration is. You can tell us how wrong Kieran is for his love of the bounty bar. Um, or anything else you want to comment on, uh, especially if you have any corrections. We quite often, uh, <laughs> n- you know, mess up some things. So feel free to correct us. You know, this is we're we're learning together. So um, yeah, email us hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk uh, because emails will remain a regular uh, segment in season two as they were in season one. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And yes, you can join the many many people who have told me I'm wrong for liking the bounty bar. <laughs> uh, please email in and if you want to have a crack at uh, telling us what order you would put the chocolates in even then uh, drop us an email or find us on Instagram or whatever uh, and we love hearing from you and we will always we love to include your emails in the show so that's it for this week that's it for season one thank you everybody much love see you in season two goodbye bye bye bye